I don't know if I'm ready. Are you ready? I am. I just don't know what we're going to talk about because you haven't given me the deets. You haven't given me the deets. You have my deets. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that, but. All right, let's do this. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hello. What is up, babes? Well, What have I switched up? What it do, babes? I don't like that. <laughs> that doesn't sound the same. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready to knock out another podcast? I am. Oh, why do you sound weird? <laughs> that wasn't nice. <laughs> It's weird. Like we've been late for the past few weeks, so to be on Sunday late, <laughs> I don't know. So when we first started out, we said we were gonna put out a podcast every Tuesday, and then it turned into every Monday, Monday and then it turned into Sunday, and now we're like Somewhere anywhere between Sunday <laughs> and Tuesday, we're putting out a podcast. You're right. I think the only week that we've missed is Christmas. The week of Christmas, yeah. we didn't put one out. But we like preface by saying we're not going to put one out that week. Yeah. That's okay. It'd be like that, though. Yeah. It's freaking November. It is. We're on episode number 83. Jeez. Almost 100 episodes in. We need to do something big Jeez. for episode number 100. So we need to plan it right. So that's your department. Plan episode 100 right? Have a party. Have a bunch of guests. We can. And we'll just do, do it big. We got to look to see when episode 100 lands on, what it lands on. I mean. It should be right before the two-year mark. It'll be like February. I think it's in April. There's no way. Oh, shit. So it'll be, it'll be close to when we wrap up Live Hard. Yeah, sure so set Phase 3 of 75 Hard. But I mean, if, we're, if this is episode 83, that's 17 weeks from now. That is not all the way in April. So, hold on. Let me open up my calendar. This stupid face recognition. I just want my thumbprint back. All right, hold on. Let me get the calendar. 17 weeks. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. It'll be the... The second week in March. The second week in March? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So, March 6th. Okay. So, it'll be before we start uh, I think we'll be three. in it. No, because phase three, we have to start 30 days before. Oh, yeah, 30 days we'll be in it. Before we started the last, or 75 hard. We started 75 hard on April 5th. So, we'll be in, we'll be in we'll phase be three. Starting. Mm-hmm. Probably like right there it'll be. Because what you say, March 5th? It, that Sunday's on March 6th. So March 6th. So we'll be like about to start it. It doesn't tell me the day. It just says get ready. Like <laughs> remind you. Gives you this precarious thing. We started 75 hard on. It doesn't have the days on here. It just says like day one. It was like the week of Easter. I know. And Easter was on April 4th and we started the next day. No, we started before Easter. Yeah. Yeah, that Sunday that we started was Easter. So whatever Easter landed Easter landed on the Monday before is when we started. Well, Easter's always on a Sunday. That's what I'm saying. So the, the mon- Monday before Easter. Yes. So that was in March. 
I don't think it was. Because Easter was on April 4th this year. And so if we started on that Monday before, it would have been in March. So March. Um, March 28th, we would have started. Okay. So February 28th. Mm-hmm. Is the 28th this year? Or uh, 20, in 2022? Is there a February 28th? Oh, I'm in twenty. Wait, there's always Hold a on. February 28th. Yes. Oh, I'm stupid. Um, so, no, we would have started on April. No, we would have started on March 29th. Um, I was looking at 2022. We would have started on March 29th. And in 2022, there's only 28 days. That is not a leap year. So, we start on the 28th. And end on the 29th. Something like that. It'll be... Yeah, I don't know. We'd, I'd have to count. We're trying to figure all this shit out. Somebody oh, give us an answer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll do phase three. It's the last 30 days of the year mark of starting 75 hard. Yeah. I'm nervous about phase three. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Just because of how phase two went, it makes me a little bit nervous about phase three. But the other part of phase three that makes me nervous is having to talk to random strangers so that's like one of the tasks in phase three you have to talk to somebody and have an actual conversation with somebody that you don't know mm-hmm. a new person every single day that's 30 new people yep i don't know if i can talk to that many people i just i don't think it's like an issue of talking to those people it's an issue of the rules to talk like you have to have meaningful conversations with them um so what what is a meaningful conversation? All right. So we're going to start phase three on February 27th. February 27th. And we'll end on March 29th. Easy. Um, I don't know. I would have to look up. Um, do we, we let somebody borrow our book, didn't we? Mm-hmm. 75 hard challenge phase three. I, I put phase four. Um, I gotta actually like go to the 75 hard website so I'm not pulling a Scruggs up in here <laughs> oh Scruggs if you're listening you owe us dinner and two books yeah she failed guys and she's gonna try to convince you she didn't but she did Um, she got super sick and it really was no fault of her own like she tried to but she did she got super sick and, and being super sick ultimately um Failed. She didn't complete the program. Um, I don't see like the steps for phase three, but um, it's definitely the meaningful conversations. And I don't know what you like. If you listen to it, he breaks down why um, what that meaningful conversation looks like. Um, so you still have. Two 45-minute workout. You still have all 75 hard, basically. But then you have to have three critical tasks, a five-minute cold shower, 10 minutes of visualization. You have to do a random act of kindness, and you have to talk to a stranger. Um, random act of kindness is easy. Yeah. But ta- like, talking to a stranger is that what... That's what's difficult. Yeah, I, I think that one's going to be hard for me. Um it just says having a conversation with a stranger is going to help you get you out of your shell. For some of us, it's pretty easy and could potentially result in us expanding our network. The trick here is that it has to be in person, so no social media. Um, 
It's not like you can easily strike up a conversation in the grocery store after church. Uh, at least not where I live. So it's just basically talking about like you have to strike up a conversation with someone like they, someone that you've never talked to before. And I mean, that's the definition of a stranger. But like for me, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm an instructor, you know, I can talk to my students every day. Um, but I've talked to them before. So it wouldn't be like talking to a stranger. It's legit. Like I could stop one of the students in the hallway, you know, and just be like, hey, just how are you doing? Uh, Where are you from? Yeah, you can do that. But if you've already had those students. Well, yeah, it would have to be a student that I've never met before. Like it would yeah. have to be from another course or something. I was thinking uh, I was thinking about that. That was going to be like my way into talking to 30 people over the 30 days is people from work, mm-hmm. like people that maybe you've seen around, you just never, ever talk to. Yeah. That was going to be my my talking to strangers. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, though. So let's go back and talk about phase two because we just Yeah, we just wrapped up phase two. And only moment. We wrapped up phase two um, Thursday. Friday. Thursday. Thursday was the last day. Friday was, it was over and we were able to do whatever the hell we want and we indulged in all the good stuff. But phase two was extremely difficult. Yeah, it was hard. Extremely, extremely difficult. It was super hard. Like, and, and no shit. There was times in phase, two, I never felt like this in, in phase one or the regular 75 hard or even phase one, I don't think. But in phase two, it was like, there were times where I was just like, you know what? I, I'm just, I'm going to quit. I'm like, it was about the two week point I was over it like I was over seven and there are things that like led into my thought process and I'll talk about those in a minute but yeah there was like at the two week mark I was like I'm over it like I don't have the brain power to like continue doing this I felt like we didn't have enough time in the day my body was just tired um there was a lot of long nights and early mornings um but at, like at the halfway point, I wanted to be done with it, but I wasn't fucking starting it over. Like, I would rather have had 30 days of long nights and early mornings than to stop two weeks in and have to do it an entire month again. That was the only thing that kept me going was like, we're already this far, just yeah. finish it. But even like a few days before finishing it, I was just like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, I'm done. I just, because you're right, where regular 75 hard and phase one felt like oh man all this time opened up for us like it was structured we could take care of it we were knocking out things and we just felt good um like all the changes in our body was happening phase two did not feel like that at all everything just felt even more compressed like we couldn't find time to finish everything like the first few days i think it felt like regular 75 hard like Mm -hmm. oh man okay we're back in it feels good um and like our time is structured, but then after those first few days, just everything, it, feel, it felt like everything was just collapsing in on us. And yeah. I mean, add to it, like I moved into a new position, you got a bunch of shit put on you, you started a new class for your PhD, and, yeah, and so then the girls also started team. Uh, team gymnastics, which requires long hours of practice. Like they're, yeah. they're only 12 and, and seven, but they're doing eight, three, oh, eight. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> 12 and eight. But they're doing long hours at the gym. We're talking like three plus hours of practice daily. I think they only get 
out of the entire week, Sunday to Sunday, they get two days. Wednesday and Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah, they get two days where they don't have to be at practice. So two days off, like a regular job. Yeah, so I mean, like when you look at it from start to finish, when we started in April, the kids were wrapping up their school year. So they were kind of at like that just doing nonsense all day long stage. Um they were in gymnastics, but they weren't on team yet because team didn't get chosen until summer, so in July. Um, so they just went to, like, the after-school care and their standard classes that are, like, an hour twice a week or something. And then I wasn't in school. I took an academic break because I didn't want to be, like, overhauled. You were, like, not in a leadership position yet, knowing we, you were priming for that, but you weren't there yet. Um, found out you got promoted. Found out you got a new position. Um, yeah, I got like a lot more responsibility at work. The kids made team. We went on a couple vacations over the time. So a lot of stuff piled up. And then when we started phase two, it was the girls were on team. So that is, um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So even on Saturday when we would typically sleep in, like the girls have to be in the gym at eight o'clock in the morning. So it's not like, (laughs) it's, it's not even like you could have a, relaxing um saturday so they go to the gym from eight to ten and then back in the gym from 12 to one um on saturdays i had homework so long nights doing homework and that doesn't even include all the shit you have to do for 75 hard so the two 45 minute workouts it got cold so we're outside doing workouts in the rain and it's freaking 40 degrees um it it just felt like we were struggling so like we were putting so much effort into like doing it it didn't feel like I was receiving the benefits of it yeah um like there were nights where I was just tired work had sucked like it'd been a long day we still had to go like so we pick up Braylon from her after school place she goes to the youth center on base we pick her up at 4 30 go to the gym drop her off pick up Elena in Dallas come home cook dinner get them ready for the next day and then go back to the gym to pick Braylon up at eight um and then come home, try to feed her and get her showered so she's not up all night long. Um, and it was just, man, it felt like if we didn't have to do these workouts, we would have, like, so much time to just knock out this normal shit. But Yeah, but it was just it's just, like, one thing after another. And, you know, just, like, the regular responsibilities, it, it took up more of our time. Like, the responsibilities increased. And then we jumped into phase two of 75 hard because like when we started 75 hard, all the good stuff, like I found out I got promoted. I found out I was going to get a new job that happened during 75 hard. So I wasn't actually in it, but I found out that that was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't really factor into like the time or the schedule of 75 hard. But going into phase two, that's like I was right in the middle of it, like learning the new position and learning all my new responsibilities and whatnot. And so with me, like any time anytime that I jump into something new or I find a new hobby or anything, you know, if it's completely brand new to me, um, like that's all I dwell on it. That's all I just yeah. think about it until I become really good at it. And it's just kind of like it becomes uh, second nature, then it gets boring. But up until that point, I'm just like deep in it like whenever I became an MTI I just like threw myself into it that's all I could think about that's all I did and like I woke up MTI I fucking have dreams about the job and then that's all I did um or like when I started CrossFit like that's all I was doing I was researching CrossFit 
thinking about CrossFit, all that until like I got good at it. And then, or any other job, like when we got here to be instructors, we volunteered, we got the job, we came here. Like that whole, the first six months, I was just like instructor, got to learn this, got to learn that. And I was just threw myself into it. And that's all I think about. And that's how it is. So when we started 75 hard, like I was already a good instructor. I already knew my job. It was just to the point where like it gets boring, right? Just like anything else. Well, getting thrown into this new position, it's, it's, it's sort of new to me, but like I've done it before, but not at this level. Yeah. So like this was brand new to me. So that's all I can still to like right now, like I, it's been a while since I've come home and I've thought about work. Yeah. Like usually I could leave that shit at the door, but ever since I moved into this new position, it's like works on my mind constantly and it pisses me off and I hate that shit, but it is because I'm not good at it yet. Yeah. Like I'm still I think you're good at it. You just like don't feel comfortable yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I might be good at some aspects, but I don't know all of it. I'm still not into that routine where like, okay, I know I gotta do this, this and that or I can put it like push it to the side and then not worry about it until I actually show up at work and handle yeah. stuff. Um and that's how it is now. It's just like I'm just thinking constantly about like how to improve, what can I improve, what do I need to do, juggling everything around and uh so Handling on it takes a lot of mental capacity for me and it pretty much just wears me out. Like mentally I am drained and somehow it there's like it takes a physical toll as well. Yeah. And then so like being mentally drained, you just feel it f- physically. And that's how I felt. And then going into phase two and having to do the workouts and and uh reading and all of it, it was just like, man, it just feels like you're already weighed down. Well, I felt like I was already weighed down. And still had to move this stuff or like still had to complete all this other stuff when I was just dead tired or drained from all the work stuff that I'm learning or trying to do and trying to accomplish. It's uh, there were times where I thought like if I had to do all the stuff that we did in phase one, like I wouldn't have completed phase two. Like if it was the cold showers and the visualization and what was ex- what else extra did we do the three core tasks yeah the three core tasks like if i had to add all those things on top of regular 75 hard i would have never made it through phase two yeah i don't know if like at this point if uh, i had started phase one i don't yeah i don't know if i would have finished i like, probably would have i don't say i may have quit i don't know yeah. like and that's one thing i thought about like there were plenty of times when i was over phase two like i just wanted to quit but I know, like, knowing the people we are, we would have, like, pushed through. We would have finished it just because, like, we're not going to fail on something that's completely in our control. Like, if had there been powers, like, that were out of our control, then we may have, like, not made it through. But it was solely in our control, so I knew we were going to, like, complete it. But, man, it was not easy. Yeah, and it's, and it's easy to say, like, you know what, let's just, let's just, we'll drop it, we'll, we'll quit phase two, and then we'll start up again. Uh, when the time is right there is, no there, right there is no right time like with anything else like where we're at now we're only going to get busier and yeah. then i i think this applies to anybody yeah. right anybody that's progress progressing through their life as you get older as you move up uh through your career or whatever uh whatever it is you're doing maybe you open up a business as as the business starts to grow or in school as you start getting further in school like you're only gonna get busier shit doesn't start to like calm down the only thing is like you get better and uh, you become smarter you you develop processes or you just it's easier for you to navigate around stuff but 
You never get thing, more time. Yeah, you don't get more time and the things don't become easier. You just you get better and then you start to understand. You mature, you gain experience. But you don't get that time back. You're only going to get busier. So like anytime we thought about it, it's like, all right, we'll just stop and, and start again whenever we get more time or, or whenever the right time comes. The thing is, it's not. So it would have just been – it would have been just as hard next yeah, time. Like, this, you know, I was thinking – um okay let's just quit and like we'll do phase two later yeah but then it's like okay well the holidays are coming and i don't want to be like in phase two during the holidays no. and not because like i can't be in phase two during the holidays but i know we're probably going to travel we're going to like want to do stuff we're going to hang out with friends and mm -hmm. uh, i want to be able to be social the christmas party's coming up for work which we have to go to now because you're important and <laughs> and those and those instances where it's like an entire social thing it's not that you're an outcast when you're not being social, like you're not eating with everyone. You're not like having a drink when it's an open bar or whatever, but it's like, everyone's kind of weird and you sound like a broken record. Like I'm on 75 hard. I'm on, yeah. 75, hard, I'm on 75 hard. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Like I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was another thing for me is the, I knew the holidays were coming up and it, it would be easier for us to push through right now. than like getting to the holidays and trying to figure it out then. So yeah, it's easier just to knock it down. Just like with anything, like yeah. like with school for me, my bachelor's, I wish I would have just like knocked it out early on, taking it class by class or whatever. But no, I procrastinated. I, I said I was going to wait for the right time or whatever, and the right time was never there. And ironically enough, I finished it whenever I was the busiest in my life was when yeah. I was an MTI and finally knocked out my bachelor's. But same thing with my master's. Like I'm procrastinating now. Like I've knocked out three or four classes, and I'm like, ah. Uh, uh, I'll start another one when the time's right. Yeah, but, like, the thing about your master's is, A, I think when you're done with it, you'll have the same thought process you did for your bachelor's. Like, man, I wish I would have just knocked it out. Like, it's a, yeah. it's an accomplishment that, for me, it was so big because, one, nobody in my family had ever been to graduate school, and I was the first person ever in my family to graduate college. So, one, to be, like, to have my bachelor's and then to be the only person ever to even attend graduate school, that was important to me. Um, but also masters are like 13 classes. So you say like, I've only taken three or four classes, but that's like a third of the way done with your degree. It feels like forever, but it's like, there's not a lot of classes for your masters because you are becoming the expert. Like you should already have the foundational knowledge of it. So you're just building on that. Um, but it's, I, I think once you finish your master's, you'll be like, damn, I wish I would have just like knocked it out, especially because you're relatively close to retirement. Yeah. Um, and if you don't do it while you're in, then you'll be like retired and in college with a bunch of 19 year olds. And you'll be like, damn, I wish I would have just <laughs> got this when I was done. But I don't know. yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, I need to get back started on my next master's class, but just time in general, like I was saying that you're never going to get, uh, you're only going to get busier, yeah. whatever that seems like more responsibility at work, you become a parent or you have more kids or, uh, you promote at work or whatever it is, you're only going to get busier. Yeah. Uh, so that was like the mindset was phase two is just a fucking grind. And yes. Yeah, we saw benefits, not like benefits that, that we saw in the original 75 hard, but it's only 30 days, so you can only make so much improvement in 30 days, right? So, like, we still, well, at least on my end, 
I know you did a couple books. I knocked out a book and a half, like I'm midway through the other book. Uh, man, and that book I read was fucking hard to read. Yeah, you uh, struggled to read it. Team of Teams. For you. It, It's a great book written by uh, retired General Stanley McChrystal. Um, a little bit controversial. In his, or he had some controversy in his career towards the end of the career. Um, but the book that he writes, Team of Teams, like it's really good and there's a lot to gain from it. But it's uh, he's an extremely smart dude, so there's like a lot of scientific writing in it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, at points, it's hard to understand, at least for my simple ass, it is. Um, but I still got a lot out of it. So I read that book, and then I started I started another one. I'm in the middle of that one. So got a book and a half out of it. We did I don't even know how many miles. Um, a lot. Uh, yeah, we we logged. I mean, we walked roughly like five miles a day. Because a lot of the times in phase two, just due to time crunches, we would do um, walks for both workouts or um, I don't I wouldn't even call them really like walks. <laughs> it's more like a speed, like a mile walk, what we did. Um, because we could just meet up for lunch, like while we were in uniform and hit the track for 45 minutes. And I hated going back to work all sweaty and shit. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm trying to see the miles that we did. Um, but yeah, a minimum of two and a half miles every time we did it. Yes. And like calories burned were, and that was the big one for, for phase two. It was like how many calories we were burning per workout. And it was never less than 200 calories per workout. Uh, usually it was between 250 to 300. Yeah, but I mean, for me, like this, like going through Live Hard, this is the first time ever. Like, in any work, like, when we were in CrossFit, when we, like, worked out in the gym, like, this is the first time ever that, like, 75 hard, I lost a lot of weight, I gained a lot of muscle. Um, this is the first time that I've been consistent in keeping my progress. Yeah. Like, when, when we're off 75 hard, like, like, honestly, I just eat like crap the majority of the time. Like, yesterday I made chocolate chip cookies and pumpkin cinnamon cookies um and we don't really eat bad but I don't like focus on my diet like I do but I haven't lost any progress since 75 hard and you think we finished that back in July and it's now November and I haven't like gained the weight back I haven't lost muscle um I mean I've lost like definition than how I was originally in 75 hard but I'm okay with that because I still feel stronger. I still uh, have the endurance that I didn't have before. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, we still maintain a lot of the progress that we got during 75 hard. And then and phase one, um, usually you're back. Like when we've done it in the past, when we've lost a bunch of weight or got really fit, we always ended up going back to where we were out of shape. So it like was fast. always, yeah. So it was always like starting over and that's yeah. not the case now. Um, so we still got all those benefits 30 days. It was just, it was a fucking grind. Like it's hard to explain how the, the mental piece of phase two was definitely uh, the biggest or the toughest obstacle to get past. Yeah. Like it phase was, two. it was definitely a chore or like a lesson in discipline. Like, just being disciplined to do the things every day because uh, the water, too, like, drinking the gallon of water. There would be days where I didn't fill up my second half gallon until, like, 6 p.m. 
And I would wake up in the middle of the night at like 1 or 2 in the morning and just pee for like 10 minutes straight. I'd be like, oh, I just want to go back to sleep. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we did it every day, but whew, it was. Yeah, I got, I got behind on water quite a bit. And, like, usually when we were doing fa- uh, 75 hard and phase one, whenever I got behind on water, it was usually like the weekends, right? When our routine kind of got thrown off, it wasn't like the work routine. And um, your time's a little bit more structured. It was but in phase two, it was like every other day I was losing track of how much water I was drinking. And uh, uh, it always seemed like at the end of the day, I'm trying to finish a half half of the water bottle that we have. I can't remember how many ounces it is. It's, like, it's a half gallon. The half gallon, I'm trying to finish half of that like an hour or two before I go to sleep. Yeah. And, you know, when you're drinking it, you're getting full. You're forcing it. But you're like, fuck, man. I just know that I'm going to be up all night trying to piss. So, like, right before you go to bed, you're trying to, <laughs> to go piss as much as you can. And then it hits you. Like, one in the morning. Like, fuck, I really got to go pee. But I'm yeah. so tired. And then we're waking up again at four to fucking work out. It's like, oh. Yeah, it was, um, for me, it was more of a, like, just being so busy in the position that I'm in now and, like, all day it was like there were days I wouldn't even leave the office for like lunch I would just be like at my desk just like grinding through this massive list of stuff I had to do and then I'd go to leave for work like go home at the end of the day and I'd grab my water bottle and I'd be like fuck (laughs) I haven't drank any water today yeah um and it's it was a struggle but I mean overall like I'm really glad that we knocked it out that we're done with phase two um but you know we finished on Thursday. It's Sunday now. Um, I'm already ready to get back to just not like 75 hard per se, but just like eating clean back to a routine. Cause it's, I think eating clean is relative. Like I'm not going to be on as strict of a diet as I am on 75 hard, but um, it's just, I can feel it in my body. Like I'm sluggish. Yeah. So like, we've been eating like shit the past two days. So Friday we went out for pizza and beer and then uh, yesterday. Uh, I cooked yesterday, so it wasn't bad. But we had oh, wine. Yeah, we drank wine. That's, that's right. We drank wine. Uh, and then today we had some, uh, like, fast food. Um, yeah. So, like, we've been eating, like, crap for the past few days. But, oh, we had the leftover. Well, at least I did. Had leftover pizza yesterday. Yeah. So, the pizza from Friday, we had leftover pizza yesterday. and the, and, the, and the wine. And then just the the junk food today. And then I've been picking at the candies that the kids got from for Halloween, from Halloween yes. which I, they just been sitting there. And you know what? The last time I did 75 Hard or Phase 1, I, like I didn't have that urge. Like, man, I just really want a candy. Or, oh, I had it the entire time for Phase I, 2. And like, fa- I wanted something sweet all the time. Yeah, and then Phase 2 is like, man, I just I want that candy. And it took everything I had to not eat a candy. Because it was Halloween while we were on Phase 2. So we yeah. took the kids trick-or-treating and... I mean, they had so, there's still so much candy. And I mean, it, like every day I was like, if I just take this Twix and shovel it down, who's going to know beside me? Yeah. <laughs> I never did, but dang, I wanted, I wanted to for sure. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It was rough. And yeah, the mental game in phase two. And I don't know if it's like that for everybody. I tried to join a 75 hard group and I never got added. So I don't know. Or maybe I did and I just didn't check, but yeah. like I wanted to see how, how phase two affected other people like if this was natural maybe this is the way 
the program was intended to run. Like, hey, you get comfortable after phase one and then you jump into phase two. Because you have to have like 30 wreck. days between phase one and phase two, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't think that was, I don't think it was the gap time that was the issue for me. It was just, I just didn't want to do it, I think was like the basis of it. Um, but we're going to finish Live Hard. Damn it. I'm going to talk to strangers. Love hard and live hard. Live hard. <laughs> sound like you said love hard. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to talk to strangers. I'm going to do an act of kindness. The act of kindness is easy. That's that's not hard to do. I don't think the act of kindness will be difficult, but I think like switching up the acts of kindness so you're not repetitively doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. You well, can't do the same one. You can do the same one more than once. You just can't like buy the person behind you coffee every day. Like that's <laughs> like, yes, it's an act of kindness, but it's not putting you out of your comfort zone. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The we'll talking to strangers thing is going to be, that's going to be a challenge for me. Yeah. It, if I fail, it's because it's going to be because of that. You're just gonna have to go to Walmart in the middle of the night and go strike up a conversation with the workers. Probably. That'll happen. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm not going to fail. Like, like I'm adamant that I will not fail this program, but um, phase three is, is really where I'm going to be challenged the most, I think. Yeah. And you can't like, like if you mess up one day, you're done. Like you don't complete the program. Yeah. That's so, the other thing that's, oh man, that one's going to be a grind too. But, but yeah, since it's the last 30 days of the program, there's no, there's no retries. Mm-mm. Like with phase one and phase two, if you fail, well, you can just start over. Um, or even with 75 hard, you can just start again. But with phase three, it's it's one shot, one opportunity. I don't will you know take what the it? Next word is. Will you let it slip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know. It'll be difficult, and uh, I think we will. You're just you're gonna have to hold me accountable to talking to people. I mean, I think that's gonna be done primarily through the day when you know when we're not together. So you're gonna have to. Be a grown-up. Go talk to people. Go talk to the baggers at the commissary. But being grown-up means you don't have to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I think we'll do it. It'll just initially, like probably the first week, it'll be really awkward. Like it'll be hard. Um, and I think after that time frame, after like four or five days are passed, we'll kind of get into a grind of like, this is how we're going to start conversations with people. This is how we're going to like talk to whoever, you know. I don't think... I think we'll get into a more of a routine on how to do it. I think I need a an icebreaker. You, you know what? Because I love like finding out about people and like you know what really what really drives them. What you know what they enjoy. Like mm-hmm. the real them. Like I like learning all that stuff. I hate shallow conversation about like how we say, "Hey, how's the how's or." How about that weather or whatever, right? Like I like it. learning more about people. It's just you don't always get those opportunities. And it's always weird if you just do it out of the blue. Kind of like usually when uh, deeper conversations come, it's because you're stuck somewhere together. Yeah. Or or like you start working together. I don't know, something where you're forced to be together, right? Yeah. Not like in passing like at a, a grocery store. Yeah. yeah, so kind of like, uh, um, let's take it way back to to when I first went to Tennessee and then you dropped me off at Kelly's house and it was <laughs> me and Jared, right? We we learned about each other 
because we're going to be together for the next few hours so you guys can go out, right? So it's uh, it's times like that when you can actually like start asking questions and learning about each other. But that's kind of like what this podcast is, right? But you can't go and ask any strangers, hey, you want to be on a podcast? Or like, hey, I've got some questions for you. Can you yeah. answer them honestly? So I, I think you just need that icebreaker. I think maybe I might write down some questions and start asking people. And just tell them straight up, like, hey, I'm doing this experiment uh, and a challenge. Like, would you would you entertain me for, for a minute? Like, yeah, that's kind of the route I'm going to go. Like, I'm not going to go up and just be like, hey, what's up? You know, like, tell me your life story. Um, I have a target audience in mind, though. Like, I want to talk to older people. Um, they I have think, the best stories. I think they have the best stories. And I think they're more apt to just have a conversation with you. Like, if I go up to someone who's in their 20s, maybe even early 30s, and I just try to start having a conversation with them, they're probably going to be like, fuck off. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some people who aren't like that, right? Like, you could tell them, like, hey, I'm doing this experiment. I'm just trying to, like, have a meaningful conversation with someone. Um, but I think, like, older people, they they want that. They want the connection that, that's gone. So, I don't know. Um I kind of like have a thought process behind it. I just haven't like, it's too far off in yeah. the future to be like the center of my mind right now. Yeah. I think old people would be good. Um, like for those of you that listen to the podcast we did on the cruise ship, the the ones we did with that old couple was probably like the best one yeah. uh, out of all of them. Uh, Cause they had some crazy shit to say, but yeah, like uh, talking to old people, you probably get some cool stories. Uh, I was thinking like, neighbors we haven't met yet like yeah. going and talking to them like that one old uh asian dude that's always walking around his tiny little dog yeah and he has the the vet hat on yeah like that would be interesting um you just never know what you're gonna get from people Yeah, because those people like we visually have seen them in like way but we've never like stopped and had a conversation with them you know mm-hmm. so I, yeah i think that would yeah i don't i don't foresee it being an issue i just foresee it being uncomfortable at the beginning it will be but, it'll be like podcasts you yeah. know every time we have people on here it's it's a little awkward even sometimes when we do it it's a little awkward at the beginning yeah but then once the conversation gets going and you're like oh talking are, to me is awkward for you sometimes that's rude shut up <laughs> you um, guys hear that we've been married for almost 11 just, years and talking to me is awkward just when you always put the pressure on me about like what are we going to talk about well if you ask me what we're going to talk about first then I, it would, the pressure would be on me but you don't ever ask me you're just like let's do a podcast and then i say what are we going to talk about and you're like mm-hmm. i have put it on you mm-hmm. and you're like i don't know no i always yeah. come up with topics when you do that like the other day the music one that was my topic okay then you got a topic for the next one okay uh but yeah, like the first minute or two is always a little awkward and it's weird until the conversation gets flowing, you know, and then people realize like, oh, this is a genuine conversation and people want to hear uh, what I have to say. Because yeah. I always hate talking to people and you're talking to them and they're like, they're always distracted by yeah. either a TV or some conversation that's happening somewhere else or, you know, something that's going on around them. Yeah. And they're, you know that they're not focused on the conversation. Not that that you need to be like, hey, just listen to me and only me. And like, I get it if you're at work and other stuff is happening. But yeah. Yeah, those are, they're hard to be genuine when you know, like, 
they're just appeasing you for a few minutes. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the beauty of podcasting. That's why I love it. It's like we're sitting here at this table. You're going to talk to me. <laughs> You're going to pay attention to what I'm saying. And then pretty much everybody that we've had on here, um, like they'll put on the headset. They'll be weirded out for a second. But then you get into the conversation and you get sunk in and you're not distracted by everything that's going on mm-hmm. outside of this conversation. But I mean, we normally try to set it up so that we talk for a few minutes on the headset before we start recording. So yeah. we're just kind of like having conversation, shooting the shit, and then we'll be like, okay, like we're going to start recording. So they're not as weirded out by having the headset on, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes I always, I always hit the button as, as soon as we put on the headset. Because sometimes you get some good shit before. In the beginning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. But we're about to hit 45 minutes. And All I right. think we spoke our piece on 75 hard. Phase, phase one, two. phase two. And in phase two. And then looking forward to phase three. Yes. And getting back into just a regular routine of working out, clean eating, having rest days, and yeah. being able to enjoy the free time that has come up. Yes. That will quickly right. be filled. That will quickly be filled. <laughs> and I'm probably still not going to take another class. Yeah, because I mean, like, we have, what, from now until the end of December, and then the girls start competition. So, mm-hmm. like, on the weekends, we're going to be traveling almost every weekend to wherever their competition is at. Hell yeah. So uh, We'll be traveling a lot to Dallas. So if you're in Dallas and you want a podcast, hit your boy up. Yeah. Because we'll be down to podcast. We'll be in all the areas of yeah, Dallas. Yeah, all around Dallas. Uh, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've we only taken a few trips to Dallas, but we haven't been able to actually, like, tour Dallas. Like, we've been to a few yeah. Dallas Cowboys games. We've passed through Dallas. We've stayed in Dallas for a night. But we yeah. haven't been able to, like, go see the sights of Dallas and yeah. Fort Worth, Arlington, like, uh, that whole metropolitan area. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. Um, uh, yeah, so if you're in Dallas, hit your boy up, and we'll we'll podcast, and yeah. then, uh, yep, I'll reach out to you. We'll make it happen. We'll party, have a good time. I don't know about partying. I'm too old for that. But oh, by I'll be party present. means like we'll Get hang out and have, and, and have a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the extent of partying. Yeah, for old guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 37, about to be 38, people. I can't, I can't hang like that anymore. Damn, you're almost 40. Almost 40. It's weird. I don't feel 40 or close to 40. But yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm not old. All right. Do you have anything else for Peace the people? Scouts. Damn. Just come pull out. Never mind. Peace right. out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Later.